we're thankful and we're grateful uh, for your presence today and we honor the Lord and we're, we're looking forward to seeing and hearing what the Lord has to say today. Amen. 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 We're just honored, honored, and we're grateful. At this time, we're going to lift our tithing and our offering. Amen. 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 We just want to say that God is a good God. Amen. Now, let's give that a hand clap of praise like he is a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because he is a good God. Amen. And he's everything to me. As then, listen, tithes and offering, I would like to say that on tomorrow, uh, there will be another uh, uh, tractor-trailer load of uh, uh, goods and supplies that will be going to Kentucky. Let's give God another hand clap of praise for that. Amen. 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 Uh, to Kentucky, Kentucky, this is our, maybe our third tractor trailer load that's going to Kentucky. Uh, it has been to a place where they're very much devastated. Amen. Let me take care of this. Amen. Uh, Laverne. Um, they have been devastated and everything is closed in that area. They're all the clo- uh, coal mines are closed down and they have no resources. So, uh, we thank and we praise God for giving us the, uh, means and the resources to do what needs to be done to help someone else. Amen. Amen. Let's bless our tithes and our offering. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, once again, we say thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for the privilege and the opportunity, Lord God, to bring that to your storehouse. And God, we come with a cheerful spirit, Lord God. We come, Father God, just knowing, Lord God, that the divine has already been rebuked. And we thank you, Lord God, because you're going to open up the windows of heaven and you're going to pour your people a blessing that they do not have a room enough to receive. Now, Father God, we pray in Jesus' name that as the blessings come forth, Father God, that you will give us wisdom wisdom and understanding and discipline lord god how to be good stewards of that which you're going to give unto us and we just praise you for it right now bless every giver bless everyone desire to give father god and father god let it be used for the upbuilding of your kingdom this we ask in your son jesus name amen and amen and amen once once again let's give god a hand clap of praise amen amen miss sandra would you go with oh esther's gonna go with amen go ahead uh we go um um this morning I understand that Ricky had fallen this morning I talked to him earlier and he was talking about preparing himself to get ready but I learned that when he wasn't here that uh, he had fallen this morning getting out of the shower Um, and uh, I'm believing that some other situations that has transpired here Um, I do not have my phone on so I don't know about Minister Marcellet I'm quite sure I've got a message from Minister Marcellet but usually when I get to the church I kind of cut my phone off and we're going to pray for her because she has uh, what they call vertigo, I believe it is. And so we're praying for, for her health. Amen. That all goes well. Amen. So we're thankful and grateful. We ask that you continue to pray for Dr. Manley. He'll be away for a while. So continue to lift him up in prayer. Uh, this week, I think we have about three or four minutes. This week, uh, afterwards, we're going to kind of decide uh, as far as the men uh, and uh, possible Miss Jade as well. Uh, to meet one day this week, we may have to do it on a Wednesday. Uh, I mean, most people will probably be here because there's some things we need to learn um, that we don't know or many of us do not know. Chair uh, Deacon, we're glad to see him here today. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for him being back here today. <clears throat> He's going to be uh, uh, getting back on the road in a, in a few weeks, so we want to make sure that uh, we've got everything in place. Amen. So uh, <clears throat> we want to make sure we all know what to do. Amen. Because God's word still has to go forth. Amen. Amen. So we're thankful and we're grateful for that. And at this time, we're going to get ready to go enter into our broadcast uh, audio 
video. Five, four, three, two, one, and we are live. We'd like to invite your attention this morning to the book of Daniel. To the book of Daniel. I'd like to invite your attention to the book of Daniel uh, this morning. And like I said, once again, we, we thank God for those that are have joined us uh, um, in the airways, and we like to acknowledge our uh, African churches uh, that's uh, abroad, um, um, Pastor Elijah and Pastor Anthony uh, Lawrence. So we've uh, spoken with them, uh, uh, and uh, they've purchased some things as far as one church needs some, some material done for the roofing, and we, we kind of assisted in, in that. Um, we also shipped uh, some Bibles. So that's a total of 64 Bibles that's, that has been sent to them. And uh, we're thankful and grateful that God has allowed that to happen. We sent the last 40 uh, a few days ago, uh, I think maybe last Friday, and it costs more to ship it than it does to actually purchase the Bibles. I think it costs us over 250 some dollars to ship 40 Bibles. But there's no price when it comes down to sharing the, the gospel. Amen. So we want to make sure that they have the word that they need. So we are thankful for our our partners that's there, uh, uh, the other uh, ministries, um, House of Destiny International Ministries that's abroad. Amen. And this morning we'd like to invite your attention to Daniel chapter number 10. It's where we're going to begin. Daniel chapter number 10. The book of Daniel. Uh, we'll make sure everybody is there so we can... Listen and see what God has to say and what he is saying to us. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, we ask now in the name of Jesus that the Lord God, you just clothe me with your presence, Lord God. And we pray, Father God, let me wear you like a, I would put on my coat. Let, let it be that close and that, um, let it be that tight, that warmth. And, and Father, we just ask now, let your Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, that he will come and he will minister unto us, Lord God. And, and Lord God, he will speak to your people and he will speak to me as I release your word. And God, we're thankful and we're grateful for all that you're doing. And we just give your name praise and we give your name glory. We bind at the hand of the enemy, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We cast out every demonic force and say that we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And we declare the blood of Jesus against the enemy right now. And Father God, we just give your name praise and we give your name glory. And we come with thanksgiving in our hearts. We're grateful today. And Lord God, we thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Go into the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter number 10. The book of Daniel chapter number 10. Book of Daniel chapter number 10. If we to to um, give uh, a title uh, to uh, our message today, it would be 21 days. 21 days would be the title that the Lord is going to bring forth this morning. We talked about on Wednesday night, we talked about a wrestle. We, we, uh, we talked about uh, 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 Jacob, uh, meaning that the higher self, how there was a wrestle and, uh, and how he was left alone. Now, we're going to see some things that's going to be connected to, in chapter number 10 of the book of Daniel. Now, verse number uh, 1 in chapter number 10 from the book of Daniel, it says, In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belshazzar. And the thing was true, but the time appointed was long, and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. 
Now, it talks about in the third year, the third year of, of Cyrus. Now, Cyrus means a possessor of the furnace. And he also talks about a, the king of Persia. Now, when we look at the Bible, we don't want to look at the word of God as, as we see per se. That there's a deeper meaning to what God is saying. We want to look at it in, in the spiritual aspect. Now, when you look at the word Persia, the word Persia, that means to cut or it means to divide. Okay? So, what he sees, what's been revealed to him, Daniel, and his name that was given unto him, means who lays up treasures in secret. There are some things that God will give you that you've got to lay up in secret. Okay? Because it's not the time to release it. Now, here it says that what was given unto him, he says this was this thing was true. What he saw was true. But then he says, even though it was true, it was for an appointed time. And because it was an appointed time, even though he understood it was a vision. Now, God will give us visions. Visions are nothing except revelations from God. But there are times when we cannot share the thing that God gives us at the time. There are times when we have to wait on God before things can be revealed. Now, this thing, it, it, it troubled him. There are times when God will give us insight into the future, and it will trouble us. It, it will cause some things to, to, to transpire in our lives. Now, looking at verse number 2, because he talks about he understood the revelation, but he also knew that he could not release the revelation, and there was a reason why. Verse number 2 says, In those days... I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. Now, what he saw troubled him. There are times when God will reveal things to you or reveal things to me, and they will trouble us. But it says that it was for three full weeks. That's 21 days. And if I can remember, at the end, we will denote about those 21 days. Amen. Because sometimes I do have senior moments. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So for, for, three, for three whole weeks, he, he's, he's mourning. He's, he's in sorrow. He's in grief about what he sees or what God has revealed to him. Now, in verse number three says, I ate no pleasant uh, bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither uh, did I anoint myself at all, Till three whole weeks was fulfilled. Now, it doesn't say why he stopped at 21 days or three, four weeks. He said there's some things that took place that he only moved in, in, into the next uh, realm after three weeks, 21 days. Now, verse number four is this. It says, and in the four and 20th day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is uh, Hadakai. Now, there are some things that we need to look at here, okay? There are some things that we need to, to see from these verses. Now, he talks about that 4 and 20, the 4 and 20th uh, day of the first month. When we count the numbers, 24 is the number of 6. The number 6 is the number for man, okay? Now, then he says this. He said, I was by the side of the great river, which is Hedekiah. Now, uh, Hedekiah. now he talks about the word side. 
Now, the word side there does not mean side, side as we know in, in the English word. Okay? The word side there in the Hebrew language, it means a hand. It means power. See, an open hand means something is about to be released. He was about to be released something to him. It means power. He was being released power. He was being released direction. And there are some things he had to see. He had that open hand, okay? Now, then it goes on to say, he said he's by this great river. If you know this, the river, um, Hadakai, which means a sound, or it means a sharp voice, this is the same river, one of the four heads, that you will find in the book of Genesis. It, it is where the, the, the Eden parts and there are four heads. These four heads are four rivers. Now, the word Eden there means uh, delight. So what he is seeing and he's hearing, he's hearing the delight of God. He, he's, he's in a place where he's delighted in God, but there's, there's a sound there. Sometimes God has to send a sharp voice or a sound to get our attention. Have you ever been at home and all of a sudden, like last night I was sleeping, I thought I, thought I heard something say boom. And I immediately I woke up, you know. But it, it was a sound. It, it was a sound. So I think that didn't happen to somebody because I see folks smiling. Amen. So, but, but that's a way of getting attention. So God sometimes has to get our attention. Because a lot of times we, we, you know, we'll be too comfortable and we're going to pay things in their mind. And, but God said, I've got to do something. I've got to release a sound. Or I've got to uh, uh, release a sharp voice. So he has to get the attention, okay? Now, in, in verse number uh, 5, it says, now this is what happens. Now, Daniel means judgment. Verse 5 says, then I lifted up mine eyes and looked. And behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins was, uh, was girded with fine gold of Euphrates. Now, there's some words here we need to know the meaning of. And it's going to blow your mind because a lot of times we think one thing and it means, it means something else, okay? Now, the first thing he had to do, he, the Bible says he lifted up his eyes. In other words, he had to begin to elevate. That has to, in order to receive the things that God has for us, we have to have an elevated mind. We can't stay on the same place. We can't stay on the same plane. So the Bible says he lifted up his eyes. See, we have to move the vision has to has to be seen. We have to be able to see. We can't see it in, in a uh, a low place. Dr. Manley used to tell me, he said, Now Brenda, he said the vision is further than than Boiling Springs, House of Destiny. Y'all remember him saying that? He said the vision is worldwide. So he said you got to have a world vision. You have have to have a world mind. And it's okay, I got you. I got you. I said, but you know, I still love House of Destiny, Boiling Springs Road too though. But I understand having that world vision because the word is important and we've got to get the word out. Okay? So the Bible said he lifted up his eyes, but when he looked, he said he saw a certain man clothed in linen, uh, and he was girded in, 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 um, in fine gold of Euphrates. Now, let's look at this word linen. How many believe that word linen means cloth? If we had thought of English wise, we would think the word linen means cloth, right? Some type of material. Well, let's see what the Bible says, okay? Let's go to the book of Revelations, chapter number 19. Let's go to Revelations, okay? Go to Revelations, chapter number 19. And let's look at this linen. Now, keep your place down in the book of Daniel, because we're coming back, baby. We're coming back, okay? Revelations, chapter number 19, because we're talking about 
uh, this linen. He, he was clothed in his linen, okay? Revelations chapter number 19. Should be easy to find because it's the last book in the Bible. Amen. Revelations chapter number 19. I want to begin reading at verse number 7. Verse 7 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. Watch verse number 8. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine what? Linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the what? The fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. So this is why your mind has to, to, to move in the spirit realm and not in the physical. Because if, if we had looked at that first thing, we said, well, there's a man that's clothed in linen, you know, and the linen is white. But when you, when you go a, a step further, what he sees, he's clothed in righteousness. He's clothed in righteousness. The, it says the righteousness of the saints. So when it comes down to the saints, we're, we're to be clothed in righteousness. Amen. Now, let's go back to, to Daniel. Let's go back to the book of Daniel. He says he's clothed in righteousness. And then he says, whose loins was girded with fine gold of euphas. Now, the word euphas, it means spiritual truth. See, we not only have to be clothed in, in the righteousness, but in order to receive what God has for us, or to understand what God is going to reveal to us in these last days, we've got to have spiritual truth. So there's the spiritual truth. Now, let's continue and see what he says. And then he goes on with a description. He goes on with a description. Verse number 6 says, His body also was like burrow, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet like polished glass. And the voice of his words was like the voice of a multitude. See, now... You don't have to go here, but you can make note. It's very descriptive of, of, of Revelations in chapter number 1, verse number 14. It's a descriptive almost like Christ. But then we're going to see if what he sees in Christ, or is it one of those higher angelic beings? Or is it just the Ancient of Days? See, one thing about the Scripture, the Scripture is amazing. The script, I mean, the Scripture can be fascinating, and, and it is fascinating. Amen. Now, verse number 7 says, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. Y'all remember Jacob was alone too, right? He was alone. When he had his rousal, he was alone. Here he says, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. Now watch this. For the men that were with me saw not what? The vision. But a great quaking fell upon them so that they fled to do what? Hide themselves. Now, everybody won't be able to see what you see. See what the word, did y'all read that? Did y'all catch that word there, what it said? Daniel said, he said, I saw the vision. He saw it. Yeah, he was alone. But then he also said that the men that were with me, they couldn't see the vision. See, sometimes what God reveals to us, other people can't handle. So when God reveals some things to you, and it can be so powerful. And sometimes it can be scary. I mean, the Bible says they ran and hide. Now, how many people will we have run and hide? Because we'll never know the outcome of a situation. Amen. You know, one thing about, about, about sheep, and that's what uh, and we talk about church folk, we talk about uh, we are labeled to be sheep. 
One thing about sheep, sheep will run. At the least little movement, sheep will take off. Amen. That's because, you know, they're skirmish. I mean, they're fearful. So we are stronger than, you know, we have, we have put it this way, we have moved up to a, a much stronger place in life as Christians. So it's no time to run. It's time to stand and fight the devil. Amen. Remember, we, we talked about how we're always looking at uh, that. The Bible says we should not be uh, worried about fighting against flesh and blood, right? But we're fighting against principalities. We're fighting against our wickedness in high places. Amen. So if we're fighting against those things, why do we fight our blood and our, our brother and our sister? Flesh and blood. See, we're fighting the wrong thing. And while Satan is sitting around laughing, they going at one another. They just showing that up. Have you ever had a fight, husband and wife? Mom and, mom and daughter? Father and son? Siblings? Children? You know, think about it. You're fighting, I mean, just going at it, going at it. And, and, and it could be something just, oh, I see a lot of folks happening on that one. It's something just trivial. And what happens? The corporate behind all of it is sitting back there laughing at them. He laughing. Look how stupid they are. They just fighting against one another. They just mad. Valuable time. Precious time. We don't know when tomorrow gonna come. So it's precious time. But see, we got to understand there is a little corporate behind the flesh and the blood. That's a hidden spirit. That's why we that's why so much hell is breaking loose. Because once you're exposed who's who the spirit is, because Satan is a spirit. He got to live in somebody. He's got to he's he's a, if he's a spirit. Then he's got to reside in a warm body. He, he's going to stay in something warm. He's not going to stay in nothing cold. That's what he wants to do. He's, he, he is the father of chaos. Remember that the word Persian means division? We're going to see that too. We're going we're gonna to see that too because that's his goal. That, that's his goal. That's his goal. Now, everybody will not be able to handle what God gives you, what God reveals to you. Everybody won't be able to handle it. And everybody ain't going to go with you either. So before you think everybody's going to go with you, you might as well count it up. You know, because I mean, everybody's not going to go with you. Amen. There's some, there's some roads you're going to have to end up walking by yourself. Amen. But the thing is, keep on walking. You got to keep on walking. Amen. You have to keep on walking. Now, verse number 8 says, Therefore, wait a minute, let me go back to 7, because I heard the Spirit say something. It says, But a great shaking fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. In other words, there was some scared folk. Don't take no scared person with you when you got to do the work for God. So you know why? Because everybody's going to get killed. Now, you don't want somebody scared going with you. Amen. You don't want somebody going with you, got a gun, and they scared. No, no, absolutely. I mean, I mean, they might shoot you and steal the enemy. Amen. So you don't need nobody scared going with you nowhere to do nothing. Especially when you're going to do the God's work. Amen. I mean, it's the, the Bible said they were scared. They hit. Not only were they scared, but my God, they said they hid. You see what it says? They fl- Not that they run, but they also hid. You couldn't find them. When, have you ever been in a place that when trouble comes, everybody gone? Can't find them? You know, they scared. They didn't want to hid. Okay? Now think about that now. When, make sure whoever you have that, that's going to go with you, you're going to make sure they're the right ones God has chosen to go with you. Amen. Because you might find you out there by yourself. Amen. And then again, that might be a good thing too. Amen. 
Amen. Then it goes on to say in verse number eight, he says, therefore I was left alone. And watch what happens. I saw this great vision. You got to get away sometimes in order to see what God has revealed to you. He said, therefore I was left alone and I saw this great vision and there remained no strength in me. For my comeliness was turned into me into corruption and I retained no strength. Yet heard I the voice of his words. And when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in a deep sleep on my face and my face toward the ground. Watch verse 10. 10 says, and behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hand. What happens that whenever God touches us, he will reposition us. We have to be repositioned. So here he had to be repositioned. So the Bible says he, he, he gets to a place of uh, humbleness. And now he had to be repositioned. In order to hear what God has to say and what he's trying to reveal to us, then we have to re reposition ourselves. Now, verse uh, number 11 says, and he said unto me, he's about to speak. That's why you got to make sure you got some quiet time. I didn't get an amen on that one. That's why you got to have some quiet time. Because if you don't have any quiet time, you're not going to hear nothing from God. You got to have some quiet time. Amen. Now, verse number 11 says, and he said to me, because he's getting ready to speak. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright. He's repositioned again. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken his words unto me, I stood trembling. Let me tell you something. When God begins to speak to you, you can rest assured you're going to tremble. You'll be fearful. Because you see, something about the voice of God is a lot different from the voice of man. And when you hear the voice of God, you will know it is God. So he's trembling because, see, what has been revealed to him, he understands it. The Bible says he understood it, but yet he could not release what he understood. He said, he said, I understand this thing. I, I, God gave me a vision. Now, in verse number 12, it says, Then said he unto me, here's the message. He says, first thing he addresses is our fear. He says, then he said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for, for the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words was heard, and I am what? Come for thy words. That's powerful. That is powerful. First thing God addresses, because see, God don't need no cowards in his army. So the first thing he addresses is fear. And the reason why he addresses fear, because the word of God tells us that he did not give us a spirit of fear. See, fear comes from Satan. Does anybody know? Fear comes from Satan. Fear comes from the enemy. But he gives us the power of love and of a sound mind. He addresses his fear. Now, after he addresses his fear, then he goes on and he acknowledges and he tells him, he said, I understand the words. Now, this is what I thought was so powerful. And when I got here, I, I, I stood back for a moment. Uh, when I stood back, I'm standing back in my spirit. He says to him, he says, um, I, when, you, when you did thine heart to understand, and to chasten thyself before thy God, 
thy words was heard. Never think your prayers is going unanswered. You know, they used to have this, and I call it a cliche, because more and more now, think about the things that have been taught in the past. They say, uh, God answers in one of, three, one of three ways. Yes, no, or maybe. That's not written in the book. That's not written in the scripture. Now, he said he, he came for his words. Now, what I found to be very powerful is this. What is it about our words? Because, see, he was praying. What is it about our words that is so powerful that you would need an escort? Think about it. You're praying now, and you're praying to God, but your prayers have been hindered. But God would send an escort. He would send an angel as an escort just to get your words. Think about that. That's powerful. Why is that? Why is that, God? That, that the, the, our words are so precious that it's got to have an escort. And what is it, God, that something happens in, 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 in the, the, the atmosphere that because Satan is the prince of the what? Air. He's the prince of the air. So when your words, when your prayers, when your supplications go up to God, it's got to go through all kinds of demonic activity. So... Since Satan is a spirit, and that's what he is, that means we need another spiritual being to be able to take those words, he come for our words, and take it through that atmosphere of all that demonic activity so it can get to the heavenly. Do y'all understand how powerful you are? Let me show you how powerful. Go to, um, let me see, let me see. Let's go to Proverbs chapter number, I believe it's 18. Let's go to Proverbs. Keep your place there in, in Daniel now. Let's go to Proverbs chapter number 18. Remember now, you've got to have an escort to receive your prayers. Those, those things that you're releasing for God, those things you're asking God for, those things that you're trying to get an understanding for too, Satan is trying to hinder all that, so God would send somebody just to get your words. I thought that was powerful. Now, Proverbs chapter number 18, let's look at verse number 21. Are we there? Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number 18. Because see, we are a what kind of church? A word church. Amen. Forget about everything else. I just want to know what God said about it. Amen. Brother Jane, amen. I want, to hear, I want to hear what God got to say about it. Now, uh, Proverbs chapter number 18. Look at that verse number 21. 21. Are you there? Verse 21 says, death and life. Y'all got that? Death and life are in the what? Power of the where? Tongue. Okay. From, from the mouth, from that tongue, no, words are being released. We can either speak death to our situation or we can speak life. That's how powerful your words are. See, when, when we begin to think about somebody said, well, you start telling me some things the other day, and, I, and I, I begin to think about what they were saying. I said, wait a minute. If I speak what you want me to speak, I'm speaking death to my own situation. But I've got to begin to speak positive words. I've got to speak life to my, to my circumstance and my situation. It's the same thing with you. It's the same thing with the body of Christ. We can either speak death on whatever's taking place in our lives, or we can speak life. Now, we can speak, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. We can speak death to our finances. I heard this one. I don't know who needs this, but I heard it drop. We can speak death to our own, I'm always be broke. You just spoke it. 
I'm going to always be poor. You just spoke. You just spoke the outcome of what your life is going to be. You're going to always be, uh, 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 what is it, a nickel or dime or whatever it is, you know, tomorrow here and all that mess. I mean, you're going to always have that. I'm going to never have nothing. I'm going to never be in the bed. I'm going to always be sick. Well, you're going to always be sick. Why? Because the word of God says you can speak death and life. It comes out of your tongue. If you're sick and you say, I'm going to be sick. Let me tell you something. When I went to the doctor and they told me I had the diabetes, I said, devil, you're a stinking life. I learned what to do. I asked God to discipline me. I learned how to eat. Put down all the noodles, all the mother carbohydrates. I didn't eat. lost 24, 26 pounds or something that was going on. So the thing is, I learned what to do with the work that I have. I mean... I, the, all they wanted was my money. No, my money belongs in my pocket, not in the doctor's pocket. And when you go into the doctor, not only does he get the insurance money, but he comes for your money too. You, got a bill so you, you think you didn't pay all this? Head, you got a bill and say, you lost your old $21. Well, my God, they didn't pay four or 500 They should have kept that a little bit. He don't let us keep that in our pocket. So we got to be careful about the speaking of stuff on our own line, over our finances our children. Those, my children going to always be bad. Well, you just spoken on them. They always be, yep, because you spoke them. Well, my children, they're going to grow up. They're going to be prophets. Uh, they're going to be doctors. They're going to be lawyers. They're going to be professional football players. They're going to be everything I say they're going to be. I'm speaking negative over your old family. Can't do that. Because that's how powerful your words are. That's how powerful your words are. So I'm, I, I get, I get, I get caught up, upset. I've learned to, to speak those things. God said, speak those things that are not I speak it as it is happening, as it is already all right. Amen. See, that's how we got to be. See, that's how powerful your words are. That's how powerful your words are. Oh my God, you mean I got to help to get my prayers to help? Wow, God, thank you. That means there's something going on there that I'm saying that's powerful that he's scared of. He's afraid. He's afraid. Just think about what happens if your prayers get answered. You're praying for somebody. You're praying for, for somebody to be delivered and set free. Or you're praying that you're well. I'm saying praise God. I good numbers. Amen. When it comes down to diabetes, I got some good numbers. Amen. And I praise God. And then I have to ask God, God, you want to help me because I love to eat. I said, God, you got to help me. But he gave me discipline. That's why I know it can be what it is. We got some young girls. We got some young girls. And you, you, you can be Thank you, Holy Spirit. I don't know where that can come from. But don't let no boys trick you. You can be kept. Amen. Even the older ladies, you can be kept. Amen. Y'all getting mighty quiet on me. Getting mighty quiet. Getting mighty quiet. How do you know you can be kept? Because I tell you, you can be kept. If you want to be kept, you can be kept. Well, hi. Let me tell you. At one point in my life, I was single. For 11 years, I was totally kept before I met myself. Don't. The Holy Ghost don't have power to keep you. Amen. If we don't want to be kept. If we were ever crossing over the middle place, wait a minute. That's what we want to be. But the power of the Holy Ghost can keep you. Yes, it can. Where's my stuff at? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. I get carried away. I'm excited now. No, the words, the power of the words. Speak, even down to the point we need to speak to our flesh. Speak to our flesh. You got the power. You got power in, in this thing right here. Speak to the flesh. Speak to it. 
I'm like, God is awesome. God's an awesome guy. He's an awesome guy. He said, damn. Somebody said, well, why do you keep saying you're rich? Well, my father made me rich. My father rich. The Bible said he owns the cow on a thousand hills. And since I'm heir with Jesus, that's what they mind too. I'm Amen. Begin to speak. Speak life situation. Life on the circumstances. Amen. Life. Speak life. Thank you. Back to Daniel. I think I got excited about them words, y'all. Now, I'm excited about that. You know, my words. I mean, just say to what's afraid of us. We don't, we don't even really understand how powerful the Lord has, the Lord's anointing has made his children. The enemy is more afraid of us when we come to know who we are. He's more afraid of us. Now, back to It says, but the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now, remember, uh, Persia meaning division. But the kingdom of Persia. And how many? That means two. Why did he withstand him? Because of Persia. He withstood him because Satan is, uh, he is the one that brought out the division. Anybody had any division lately? See, what happens here, he had to fight. Uh, uh, he withstood me. He had to stand up the vision. One thing the enemy wants to bring in, in this new year, in our season, where God is, uh, God is taking us, he wants to bring about the vision. That, that's his ultimate goal. If he can bring about the vision, he's going to bring about the vision and young on the front seat. Now, that's, make this, that's good. The vision is very good. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The enemy wants to bring division. You know, in other words, he's like this. He's going to move your attention. And, and, and when I move your attention, that brings a divide. And that means people can lose what God is trying to release. Amen. So in this season, I'm going to repeat it. In this season, God's calling, whatever God has revealed to you, the, uh, the, way, the first way he's going to stop the vision, revelations that God will give you, he's going to try to bring about division. going to come up again. Somebody going to forgive. Amen. It, it never fails. So if you can keep it in your mind now, keep it in your mind, his first tool is to bring division. Now, what happens now, but we always got, God always has somebody for us. Amen. So he's there now. He said, I had to withstand it. He said, he said but God of all the division that's going to I'm up against you. He said, I'm going to send you some help. He said, I'm, I'm going to send you some help. He said, my the chief he said, I remain with the king of Persia. The division must be mighty powerful. He had to stay behind and fight the vision and then Michael uh, takes the duties on. Okay? He says now, he says, and I the kings of Persia. I remain Verse 14 says, Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the last for many days. God is going to, we talked about 
God was going to bring give the people right. Some other thing that's to transpire is things that's going to be happening in the future. Shows those things that. In other words, he's going to be warning. He's sending warnings uh, through his people. It's those warnings, not the warning Jesus is to be. Brought this right I miss Ricky because you know, for Ricky, see, I'd have my war. Hey, man, I reached down, you know, the, but, but praise be to God. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That shows you everybody's need. Everybody have their part. Amen. So I could make the call, you know, the, uh, telling that. Now, I, I, I got in the car. As I got the call this week, uh, uh, it was a female voice, and the voice said, "Now, if you just stay at home, my husband is a ordained minister, and he can come in and he can uh, preach if you want to stay at the home." Well, I don't know if y'all know Brenda or not. I ain't talking about preacher brain. I'm talking about Brenda, the other part of me. You know, sometimes that will rise up. I said, devil, you're a stinking liar. I waited. I said, now, God, I don't want to make a my own. Devil don't make Just I answered the phone. Just go Amen. I ain't doing Brenda, but in, in my master, he's the one. Amen. I says to them, and they were kind of, that's fine that they got, there's been some change in the uh, uh, The first of the year, Dr. Manning, in the house. I'm 
other ministers. And I know that. I know he's going to raise us and make evangelists. I know he's here. They have a set time. But God is teaching his people that's here. I mean, y'all are so blessed. You, you, you know that word. People cannot fool you or deceive you. Amen. You bless people. But the devil ain't coming up here and talk. Oh, no. I don't know what you might teach wrong. No, not here. We're church. That's what we are. And I had to put that. You got some folks raised up here in the gospel. Been taught very well. You know, God, God has done that thing. And he's been taught. They've been taught now. They know what to do. You know, I'm not. No, not here. Yeah. I'm getting excited now. Hey, that's crazy.
can get afraid, right? I don't know why you can do this or not. Well, you can't even do all things to Christ. It takes a little bit of practice. 